Let's go, LFA family. I don't want to abuse your grace. Time for fellowship. Let's go. Every day. It's the only thing that ever really makes me want to change. everybody here in the LFA family. I want to thank you for joining in today on this 9 a.m. Eastern hour for Rise Up. And I couldn't think of a better way to start these shows out than with getting you up out of your seat and lifting your voice and praise to Jesus. I'm so very blessed, so very happy to be here with you today. And I want you all to give your love and praise to Jesus right now. As we get to the second part of this song, I want the fellowship to flow across the airwaves. I want you to share this video. I want you to rumble this video like you never have. Time to spread the gospel. Time to rise up, America. We need Jesus every hour. We need him every morning, every afternoon, every evening. Because without him, we're nothing. Come on, family. 
on. Come on. Sing it with me, folks. Come on. Come on. Come on, clap your hands. Clap your hands. If you're at work, put your hands in the sky. Come on. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome. It is six minutes past the hour, 9 a.m. Eastern Time. I am your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of this new show called Rise Up, which has been quite a long time in the making. Uh, And the great thing about this show is I don't need my headphones. I don't need to go in and out of video. I don't need to... um, I don't need to, uh, to make sure that I'm hearing exactly what's going on with other videos uh, so I can relax. I can have my Rise Up coffee. I'm rising up with American Pecan coffee. I hope you guys are too. I know that a bunch of this coffee is now going out the door. This is a year in the making, ladies and gentlemen. This is one year in the making, and we finally got the Rise Up coffee. We finally got the Rise Up podcast, and ladies and gentlemen, We definitely are rising up in this country and against the evil forces that try to take us down every single day. If my volume is okay, please let me know. If you need me to turn it up in any way, I definitely can. Uh, I'm so thankful to be here with you guys this morning. We've got Kong, who's already donated $25. By the way, do you guys realize that we raised... I don't know the exact number yet, but it was in in between three dollars and $4,000. Yesterday for Terry Sue. Now I know that does not, uh, I know that doesn't compare to the seventeen thousand that she lost, but it is a good start. It is a wonderful start. Uh, I'd like to say some shout outs this morning if I could. Bad Moon is in the building. How you doing, brother? Amanda Collins is in the building. Shelly Rose is here. Cindy Lou Who. Liz Bowman is in the building. How are you? Good to see you. We've got Kathy Cappy here. She says, I'm having my field of greens. I've got my field of greens and my coffee as well. Uh, DLB73, good to see you. Heather Heather Ingley, how are you? Good to see you this morning. We've got 71313. Good to see you. Thank you very much. Dawn says, sounds good here. Thank you. Brandy Lee is in the building. How are you? Bobby Mannion is here. I made it, she says. Uh, Just ordered two bags of Rise Up. Whoop, whoop. Well, I can't wait till you get them so you can join with me in your uh, Rise Up coffee. Uh, W. Wilson says, praise Jesus. Amen. M. Gillig, 2020, is in the building. How you doing? Beanery One is here. Diva Queen is in the building. Zelda Chick is here. We've got Terry Caston. We've got Brandy Lee. We've got Patriot Johnson, Jesse, Michelle, 818. So many of you are here on this brand new podcast. And folks, I don't know if I'm going to be doing this five days a week. That was not the plan. However, I will say this. What a blessing this was because I have been praying to God so much lately. 
I've been praying to God so much lately to, uh, to, to go back to God, to, to immerse myself in the word of Jesus more, and I just didn't have the time. And I'm not saying I don't have time for God. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is I did not, I'm not able to prioritize my time uh, differently right now because the business is in such high demand. LFA, and of course, LFA TV and everything. And I've been praying to God, God, please, please show me a way that I can spend more time with you, even if it's 15 minutes. And God has given me, uh, and unfortunately, it means that Antonio isn't here in the mornings, but God has given me this hour to say, here, here's your hour with me. Here's your hour with me and the LFA family in a way that you don't do on your 11 o'clock show, in a way that you don't do on your 5 p.m. show. This is not about politics. This is about God, the word, the gospel, our culture, our society, and, and how it all mingles together and how it affects each and every one, how it's a domino effect from one to the other. And I'm so incredibly grateful for this time. Maybe this is, what God, maybe this is an answer to my prayers. Maybe it is. What I'm concerned with is oversaturating Rumble or this channel with my face. You already see me at 11 for an hour. You already see me at 5 for an hour. Why do you want to see me another 45 minutes or so at 9 o'clock? So we'll see what happens. I'm going to go with the flow. I'm going to go with God. The sun is rising behind me. You guys are all here. We've got our coffee. Let's get started. But before we do, let's please, let's please, please, please uh, go to the Lord right now in prayer for this show and for the rest of the day. Lord and Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you so incredibly. Just everything that you do for, my, for me, for my family, for the LFA family, all the, uh, the help that we're able to give, Lord, that's all because of your grace. That's all because of your mercy. Those blessings, Lord, are bountiful. They overfloweth our cup every day. And... It's really, really great to be able to take those blessings and forward them on to somebody else, pass them on to somebody else. That's what this entire project was all about, was helping other people, Lord. And you've given us that avenue, you've given us that platform, and you've given us that grace and that ability to have fellowship every day in order to do that, Lord. And for that, we thank you. We pray for this show, Lord, that you are with us, that you are present that, you're, that you are dwelling here um, for this broadcast, that you are dwelling in the hearts and the homes of everybody that is listening and watching. Lord, we pray for our leaders, our elected leaders. We pray that you can touch the heart of the corrupt. We pray for Joe Biden, Lord. We pray for his family. We pray for Hunter. We pray that they get the help that they need. Lord, we pray for Nancy Pelosi and Paul Pelosi that they get the help that they need, whether it be mental, but definitely spiritual, Lord. We pray for the people in the Republican Party as well who seek to do damage and to further um, divide us from your word, Lord. We pray for those who fought for this country that gave us the ability to be able to have this freedom of speech. And Lord, we just pray that this small little fellowship family here at LFA can help change the world and bring the Lord and God back into the families of this country. We thank you, Lord, and we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. I really have a blast doing this show. This is only the third 
rise up. And I don't know about you, but I'm having a blast doing it. I thank you for all being here. We have almost 800 people watching this morning, and we have 164 rumbles. If you could please do us the favor of liking this video, no matter what uh, device you're watching on, we would appreciate it. It's either a thumbs up, it's either a plus sign, or it's a boxing glove on the top of your app. Let's get into it, ladies and gentlemen. The first book that we read from, uh, if you're just joining in, if you're just first time watching Rise Up, is I take you, hold on, hold on, hold on. Heart MJ says, I've never gotten a shout out in two years. Love you, Jeremy. Thanks for everything. Well, Heart, we love you. Shout out to you and thank you. Thank you for being here for the last two years. Um, what we do is we go through this pile right here. Hold on, let me show you. This, these, this is the pile of books that I go through every morning to do my morning devotional. Now, we end it with me actually reading the verse of the day that I sent out. And then we start out the 11 o'clock show with reading that verse again and then giving the uh, explanation behind that verse and, and my take on it. So it's kind of like a to be continued from nine. Then you have loud majority and then you have me again at 11, okay? All right, so here we go. I read from this book first. It's called One Minute Prayer for Dads. This was given to me by my mother. Um, after I finally found the Lord or the Lord found me cause I was the one lost. And I want to read from this book. I read from this book every morning first because it allows me to become, um, a better father. It allows me to right the wrongs of yesterday when it comes to being a father. Now, the good thing about this book is even though it's written for fathers, mothers, you can also take a page out of this book. Okay. All right, here we go. Right and wrong from Isaiah 520. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil. We see that every day in our society, right? We see that every day in our culture. We see that with Planned Parenthood. We see that with these people trying to kill babies, okay? Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Isaiah 5.20. Many kids don't have dads to teach them right from wrong. And yet, that's such a crucial lesson for them to learn. A good dad teaches his children integrity, honesty, and truthfulness. He also teaches them to such virtues will, that such virtues will not be valued by everyone that he or she meets as they grow older. Nonetheless, the growing child must learn to cling to good and avoid evil. Cling to good and avoid evil. I just turned my volume up a little bit, so I hope that helps, okay? Uh, Lord, I see enough of what goes on to know that right and wrong are under assault today. We see it every day, don't we? Look at the drag queen shows. Look at the transgender um, fad that's going on. These children didn't wake up one day and just decide they were transgender. This has been years and years in the making, getting our children to this point point okay sometimes evil is considered good and good is considered evil help me counteract the present culture's false values by implanting your sense of right and wrong in their heart in the hearts of my kids i want to stop right there ladies and gentlemen the only standard that never changes is the word of god is the teachings of jesus christ the the 
everything that is in the B-I-B-L-E. That is the only standard that you should ever be striving to live by because it's the only standard that never changes. Throughout history, men change. Society changes. What is right and wrong changes. What is tolerated and what is not tolerated changes. Susan says, Jeremy, try at 9 a.m. a Q&A from your followers. Interaction is a great thing. I think we do that. I think we do that. And we also have Sheesh Ooh says, hello, first timer. Well, Sheesh, thank you. We do a number of shows here on LFA TV every day. And at 9 o'clock is the starting point, is the jump off point. Uh, and this is where we give our love and our honor and our glory to God. And then it's followed by political and social shows and cultural shows the rest of the day. So thank you for being here. But the only standard that you should be living by is God's because it never changes. It is unchanging. It is the standard to live by. And then to end this off, um, help me be aware and speak up when I need to. Give me eyes to see and my kids' ears to hear. That's the very first that I, uh, very first book that I read from every single day. What then I do is I follow that right up for God moments for men. Okay, God moments for men. And I want to read that from Matthew 6.25 in this book, which is titled Strong Souls, okay? Matthew 6.25 says, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, what you will drink, or about your body, and what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothes? Again, this goes, uh, this goes with everything that you read in the Bible every day. Don't worry. Be not afraid. Uh, be afraid not. Don't be afraid. Don't, be, don't have anxiety. It's all right here. You may not be able to judge a book by its cover, but so many people do just that with others. Most Americans are obsessed with how they look for this reason. We care too much about what others see when they look at us. We spend too much time trying to rewrap the package that God made instead of just taking care of what he gave us. We don't want others to look at us with distaste or pity. That's why we spend hours every week in the gym and eat like birds trying to fulfill an image that our society constantly shoves down our throats. Why don't we put forth the same effort in strengthening our souls? It's our souls that God cares about. Strong souls just don't happen. Strong souls are built from constant repetition of thinking the right thoughts, having the right heart, acting the right way, and being a righteous person. Get the let out and give me the body of Christ. Folks, every year somebody says, it's a new year, it's a new me, I'm going to go on a diet. Now, Field of Greens is part of that new year, new me, right? But it's not just a new year, new me, okay? It's about mind, body, and soul. And if you go to the gym every day, or if you go and, and work out, or if you walk, or you go to the track, or whatever, and you every day are trying to either maintain a good body or a healthy body, or whether you're trying to get bigger and stronger and you're lifting weights, it's all repetition. You have to do it over and over again. You have to strengthen those muscles. You have to strengthen your body. Well, the same thing with the soul. The soul is, an, think of it as a muscle, a muscle that you must strengthen every day, which is why I'm thanking God so very much right now for this Rise Up podcast. It's very, very important, folks. 
Dawn says she's going to be listening, but she can't go to the se- um, she can't read and listen at the same time. She's going full screen. That's okay. That's okay. How many rumbles do we got in the building? We have 227. And that's another thing, folks, that we need to practice on. Rumbling, right? Rumbling. We got to continue to rumble. But it is true, ladies and gentlemen. We must work out our souls just like we work out our bodies, okay? Now, I want to read from this book. This is my next book that I read from every day. Provision Promises. Now, some people that are new here say, well, how do you choose your, out of all this that you read, how do you choose your morning newsletter? The morning newsletter, I have no idea. When I lay my head down to sleep at night, when I close my eyes, I have no idea what my morning newsletter the next day is going to be about. Not at all. What I do is I wake up the next day and I pray, first of all, for my, for my family. I pray for the, ble- the breath in my lungs. I then pray for the LFA family and everything that everyone's going through and all the stuff that I can't get to, like everybody's emails and this, that, and the other. I pray to have some time and better time management to do that. I pray for uh, our enemies. I pray for our country and our world. And then I get up and I make coffee. I let the dogs out. I feed the dogs. I let the cat. I feed the cat. And then I, I pray that God will just direct me to whatever message that he wants me to deliver to you guys today. Now, it could mean that I go through some of these books and I, and I go, that's it right there. That's the message. Sometimes it's not that. Sometimes I get up in the morning, I turn on my phone and there's a message right there on Instagram. I throw on Instagram or, or Getter or wherever I, I scroll through and there's a message right there because I follow a bunch of pages and whatever message strikes me, as, oh my, that, that, that's what I'm feeling today. That's what I take as God saying, get this message out. So I literally lean on God. I just go through these books every day, regardless of when I get my message, because it's my time to spend with God. Okay. Uh, involve Jesus. I want to read this to you. You don't need a financial miracle when you are constantly walking in the wisdom of God. You just don't. I mean, most of you live paycheck to paycheck. We live paycheck to paycheck. We don't, we don't uh, splurge, and if we have extra, we try to give it away or do something good with it. In other words, when you walk in his wisdom, you won't be surviving from one bailout to another, nor be in constant state of financial crisis and lack. My friend, God's provisions of wisdom is abundant, and I want, you to, cha- I want to challenge you to tap into this powerful resource from heaven that's absolutely free. Before you make a career move, start a new business or make a significant purchase or investment, involve Jesus. Involve Jesus. Don't exclude the Lord. Okay? When someone pressurizes you, isn't that a weird word, pressurizes you, instead of pressure, pressures you? When someone pressurizes you to sign an agreement because the offer is only valid for today, take a step back. Don't make an emotional decision or rush into it because some person said you must. Wait upon the Lord. Be prepared to walk away from this great opportunity if you don't sense his peace and his wisdom. Learning how to flow in divine wisdom will save you both precious time and money. That is probably the best advice that I have said, heard and then repeated today and probably the rest of the day. Okay, slow down. Life is already fast enough. If you watch the first Rise Up podcast that I did last week, you'll know that I slow down everything now. And now I am so in tune. I feel like I am anyway, so in tune with the Lord that it's not hard for me to make a decision anymore. 
I don't struggle with what should I do? I may for an hour. Sometimes it's instant. Sometimes I let the Holy Spirit speak for me. Sometimes I let the Holy Spirit make decisions for me in real time, on the fly. Sometimes I don't even know the decision that I just made until afterwards. So I really do rely on the Lord this much. I'm not going to lie. Does anyone remember the name of the teenage girl that was, also, that was always following Jeremy? Are you talking about um, Snapdragons? Who was over on Getter when we did Getter Life? Maybe, maybe that's who you're talking about. Because there's a, there's a lot of teenagers who watch the show, actually. Um, let's actually, if we can, let's, let's pull up the Rumble chat. Uh, let's pull up the Rumble chat. Let's get the Rumble folks involved. Okay, so if you are on Rumble right now and you want to have your chat seen um, or your, your statement or question or whatever, I'm putting up the Rumble chat right now and I'm going to read those. For people watching on Roku and Getter, you guys can see this now as well. Snapdragon was her name, yes. I don't know how I'm going to pull off Christmas. I'm praying on it. Kathy, are you talking financially? Because if you're talking financially, I want you to do me a favor right now. And I want you to send Eli an email at lfaproducer at gmail.com. And let us know if that's what you're talking about. Because my wife and I will try to help you any way that we can. Okay? Um, Kristen, good morning, bad moon, Amanda Collins, Becca, see, look at all this. Thank you for showing us the book covers and saying the names. You're very welcome, Don. How I pray for Becky 80. Just so sad how she disappeared from us. Well, you know, there's a lot of people who have disappeared from us. Some because they don't like the way I speak anymore. Some because they, they say that I'm, um, some say that I am, um, what do you want to call it? Um, too loud. Some say that I'm not, uh, some say that they don't like the way I speak when it comes to, you know, uh, the LGBTQ community. Some people just don't want to be here anymore. Um, Jeremy, how's your dog doing? Dog is doing great right now. Good morning, Rosa. God bless you. I love you, Rosa, so very much. Uh, be on the lookout for your Christmas present from me and Sabrina, please. Uh, good morning, y'all. I love the way everybody says good morning to each other. Isn't that great? Pam says, we can never get enough of you, Jeremy. Well, some people do. I'll tell you that, but thank you very much. Uh, Forrest Trump says, sup, my brothers and sisters. Well, sup with you as well. Thank you, Jeremy. You're our Rush Limbaugh. Well, you know, I was actually thinking about getting a gold mic. I was actually thinking about getting a gold mic. So that, But I knew that that would um, um, make a lot of people upset if all of a sudden they, they popped on one day and I had a gold mic here because I think the gold mic is like, the, you know, the number 23 in basketball world. You just don't want to, you don't want to, you know, revive it and, and take Michael Jordan's number or whatever, or, or number that's been retired. Uh, I, I don't know about that, but I do want to do it. I do want to do it. If, if not, just to ruffle a few feathers. Um, Linda says, I can't get the J6 prisoners out of my head. Can you please pray for them? We do pray for them quite a bit here, but yes, we definitely will. We definitely will. Five strokes. Miss you on Telegram Tuesday. Well, don't worry. We're going to, this is, we're going to be in, um, we're going to be implementing Telegram Tuesday and this together. We're going to be uh, actually being live with the audio on Telegram uh, doing this Rise Up podcast so people can call in. So we're going to have a Telegram rumble mixed audience here. It's going to be quite amazing. It's going to be quite amazing. Um, all right, let's get back to, to, to the morning devotional. First of all, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to do this. 
I would like to do this. So we don't have to do so many sponsors during the uh, 11 o'clock hour. I would like to go ahead and, um, and highlight right now one of the things that I actually have every morning. I have my coffee, my Rise Up coffee. I have my Brickhouse Nutrition Field of Greens. Sometimes I drink the Brickhouse Nutrition first. Sometimes I drink the coffee first. But either way, this has been a big part of my mind, body, soul becoming one. Okay? Once I started taking Field of Greens, which is just one scoop and one bottle of water, that's it. Uh, once, I start, once my body started actually uh, intaking the amount of, of vegetables and fruits that we're supposed to have, which hardly anybody in the world actually does, my body started reacting so differently. It started, it was, it, I, it was easier for me to get up in the mornings. I felt like my head was clear. I felt like I could think even more, like I could prioritize things better. I didn't feel so scatterbrained. You know what I mean? My body started cleansing uh, in a way that made my sweat smell different. Everything smelled different. It smelled bad, actually, for a while. But what Field of Greens does is it goes to, to your lymph node system first, and it cleans out your lymph node system first. And it also cleanses the rest of your body so that every, all these toxins that you're putting in your body are constantly being flushed out, constantly being flushed out. It has helped people's uh, blood pressure. It has helped people's weight. It has helped people's fingernails and how their, their cuticles. I've, I've had t- heard testimonies about that as well. And, of course, there's four different kinds for you to choose from. The regular, the wild berry, the lemon lime, and the raw, which has no added stevia or, or organic sweetener. So look at that. Bruce says, I'm on nine, my ninth jar already. See that, folks? See that? It's amazing. And a lot of people say, I can't afford it. Well, I'll tell you what it is cheaper than buying the same amount of, of fruits and vegetables to, to, to intake every day. It's a lot cheaper than that. But it's the same thing in a liquid form, in a powder form, really. So anyway, let's move on. We're going to go to the next book here, which is Jesus Listens, okay? Now, this is, a very, this is a, one of my favorite books. And uh, it's a follow-up to Jesus Calling, which we read the evening version of um, every single day, every single evening. Is that my mom? Hey, mom. Getting those? All right. I think that's it right there. Okay. All right. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to uh, give a big shout out to my mom. My mom is the one that's actually helping me out by filling the Bible orders. Everybody that uh, requests a free Bible on JeremyHerald.com, she's been the one that's been fulfilling those orders. She's also been the one that's been sending thank you cards for all of your kind letters and all of your donations that you send through the mail. So if you get one of them, it's definitely from my mother. So big shout out to my mom. All right, here we go. December 6th. Year of our Lord, 2022. Exalted Jesus, you are the light from on high that dawns upon us to give light to those who sit in darkness. I want to stop right there. That is exactly what you are supposed to be, folks. Not only as an individual, but as a coveted member of the Live from America audience and family, LFA family, you are to be a light in people's dark, dark worlds. You are to be friend. You are to be befriending and spending more time with those in darkness than you are with those in the light. Think about that. Sometimes my circumstances are so difficult and confusing that I feel as if I'm surrounded by darkness. My mind offers up various solutions to my problems, but I've already tried them without success. So I fret and wonder what to do next, feeling powerless and frustrated. I know you've all been there. 
Some of you are there right now. Some of you are there right now. At times like this, I need to look up and see your light shining down upon me. As I gaze at you like in childlike trust, I find hope and rest in your presence. Your word teaches me to cease striving and know that you are God. Please help me to set aside my problem-solving efforts and relax with you. Do you guys remember the story I told you yesterday about the bricks in the backpack? That's what that's referring to. Relax, ladies and gentlemen. Jesus has got this. Let him take the wheel. That's why he was tortured. That's why he was stabbed, beaten, bruised, cut, spit on, kicked, punched, and ultimately hung on a cross to die of asphyxiation, blood loss, and every other thing that he died from. It's so that he could take these anxieties, stresses, and worries from you. It's that simple. All you got to do is just give it. It it is really that simple. Now, a lot of people say, I don't know how to give it. Watch this show every day and you'll get there. I want to read something uh, before I read this. I saw a comment here, so just I'm a little ADD here. Rosebed said, I've been a certified health coach for 13 years. With Field of Greens, my biology has changed. I've healed slowly my life and now scrapes heal fast. My hair is growing lightning speeds now in the winter. Do you want to know why? It's because God built you to live off fruits and vegetables. We only started eating meat after the fall. And I'm not saying meat is bad. I don't think meat is bad. I eat meat like crazy. Look at me. I look like a uh, ham hock. But the point of the matter for, of, of, the, of this conversation is you need those fruits and vegetables. Those are a necessity. And most of us don't get them. And our body does not do what God wants it to do because of that. So anyway, moving on. Um, I, find, I find it soothing to breathe in your peaceful presence with each breath that I take. The more of you, God, that I absorb, the calmer I become. Amen. After resting with you for a while, I'm ready to pour out my heart about all my troubles. I do it right here every day. Every day. Trusting you to show me the way I should go. Lord, please guide my feet into the way of peace in your worthy name. Amen. Now, it gives some, um, some context here. It says Luke 1, 78 and 79. Luke 1, 78 and 79. So let's go to the good B-I-B-L-E and let's go to Luke 1, 78 and 79. Get to the Gospels. There we go. Luke, 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 Luke. One. Here we go. Luke 1, 78 and 79 says this. Because of the tender tender mercy of our God, whereby the sunrise shall visit us from on high to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. You know that uh, you guys rely on that GPS quite a bit, don't you? Don't you? Turn right here. In a quarter of a mile, bear left. Take the first left off the exit. Your, do- your destination is on your right. You listen to a machine. You put your trust in that. How many people here have, have uh, gone skydiving before? 
You put your trust in that parachute, don't you? Don't you? You put your trust in that stoplight every day, don't you? To turn from red to green, green to red to yellow, don't you? But you don't trust the words of God? Come on now. December 6th. This is the next book I read off of. This is called One Year with Jesus in the Gospels. Okay? Matthew 27, 4. Now, this will be the last verse that I read before I read you the verse of the day. Because I also gave you a verse of the day from Matthew. Matthew 27, 4. Saying I have sinned in that I have betrayed the innocent blood. And they said, what is, it that to, what is that to us? See thou to that. Now, what is that saying? Now, normally I don't read from like the King James Version, only because it's really hard for me to pay attention. I normally read from the ESV, the NIV. Those are a lot easier for me to pay attention. They're very credible, um, very credible um, versions. This washing of the hands was not only a symbolic custom of the day that showed innocence, but was also a ritual prescribed in the Jewish law. Matthew is the only writer to record Pilate washing his hands of guilt. See that? I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that until I just read that. And now I want to go into each gospel and read. Because I did not know that Matthew was the only one that said that in his books. Or the only one that recorded that, I should say. Just as he was the only writer to record Pilate's wife coming to him with the details of the dream that she had about Jesus. I was aware of that. Secular accounts record her name as Claudia. She is the only one who spoke for instead of against Jesus' life during the trial. This dream no doubt came from God since Claudia would have had to dreamt it before she knew Jesus being brought to Pilate. Not only did the Lord bear witness in Pilate's heart, to the innocence of Jesus, but he also gave Pilate's wife a very clear message through his dream, through this dream. Pilate was not innocent in this matter. Together, these instances underscore that Pilate did not innocently condemn Jesus to death. Pilate will be trying to wash the blood of Jesus off his hands throughout eternity, just as God was faithful to show even Pilate the truth in this situation. We can be assured that every person who has ever rejected Jesus has done it in spite of the conviction of the Holy Spirit in his own heart. I say this all the time. Okay? I say this all the time. You have a conscience. The word conscience comes from the Lat, uh, uh, Greek or Latin, con meaning with and science meaning knowledge. Con means with, and even, even in Spanish, I believe, but that's neither here nor there, and science means knowledge. So at birth, you are born with knowledge. From who? If you have a conscience from the time that you are conceived and you're in the womb, and even going into birth, where, who gives you this knowledge that you are with? If you are with knowledge, it must come from somewhere. You know the difference between right and wrong. You know whether God does or does not exist. You don't need anybody to tell you those things. You inherently know it's wrong to kill, steal, and fornicate. You know these things. You know it's wrong to rape a woman because you have a conscience. You are with 
knowledge. You are, there is no excuse for anybody on this planet to go against the Ten Commandments that God has written on your hearts. That's the knowledge that you have. You have the knowledge of the Ten Commandments without needing somebody to raise you that way. You are born with a conscience. You are born with knowledge. Ronald says, Jeremy, we spoke to Tim last night. He helped us big time. We will save around $2,400 this year, and we have more coverage. Thank you, Tim. See that, folks? One big happy family helping each other out. So remember, you are born with knowledge. You don't need anybody to tell you what you're doing is right or wrong. That's God speaking to you. Now we're going to read from the last book of the day, but we're not going to read a verse. We're just going to read this title here, and this is Every Day with Jesus. And this was given to me by Sam and Linda Majaya. okay? You give what you have. Have you ever noticed that the guilty are usually the most vocal opponents of the very things they are doing? Hey, ladies and gentlemen, can we say dirty and corrupt politicians, mostly the left, the Democratic Party? Amen? As Shakespeare once wrote, Methinks thou dost protest too much. David was miserable inside, and his hatred for his own sin came out of his judgment of that man who turned out to be him. There have been many times that I've told a woman who has been battered by her husband that this treatment wasn't personal. He can only give what he has. Because he's miserable inside, he can only mistreat her and make her miserable. This has caused wives to look at the situation differently and actually have compassion instead of a judgment toward their husbands. The key often unlocks the door to their husband's heart and starts the healing process in him and between them. Very, very important since a majority of our audience is women. And since women told me yesterday, they've been mistreated by their husbands for a very long time. Are you short-tempered with others? Do you constantly find fault with everything? Is it possible that the problem really isn't with others, but with you? Are you upset with yourself today? Are you never satisfied with your own performances? Have you not, been fo- have you not found true forgiveness in the grace of God? We can't control what others do around us, but we can control ourselves. As we appropriate the love of God that's available to us personally, we'll be able to extend that love to others. If you are void of God's love, it'll show our treatment of others. The hatred you have for your own sin can manifest in judgmental or critical attitudes towards somebody else. Don't make that mistake. Receive God's love and forgiveness today. And then you can pray for and help those who are caught in the same trap that you were caught in. Ladies and gentlemen, I was ensnared in that trap for the first 36 years of my life. And at 37, I finally started to realize I was in a trap. At 41, I decided to finally start getting out of that trap. At 43, which is where I am right now, I am now out of the trap, I am out of the hole, and I am learning how to walk again. That trap was obviously like a bear trap on my leg is the analogy. And I'm learning how to walk again. Imagine where I'll be at 45. I'll be running on that narrow path. 
I'll jump off that narrow path only for one reason and one reason only, and that'll be to lift somebody up off the wide path to, be, to come on this narrow path. I just keep getting better in the eyes of the Lord, and it's because I'm following the word of God. Now, let's get to the verse of the day today, which I will just merely read for you. I'm not going to discuss it with you. That's going to be the 11 o'clock show. But you guys will get the first part of this before anybody else does. So let's go and read the verse of the day today. Let me see if I can find it here. Hold on. Do, 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 do. Going to go back to here real quick. All right, here we go. Nope, that's not it either. Hold on. Sometimes it gets lost in my folders when I send it out. And now I can't find that verse. Give me one second here, folks. I don't know how that gets lost in folders when you send it out. And I don't want to I don't feel like logging back into the entire system. That is odd. Eli, can you bring me that other phone for me? Yeah, it's in my front bag. My cell phone, the other one. Sorry about this, guys. We'll get there. All right. It's a, it's a dual notification thing, a dual uh, security thing. So I need to uh, type in the... I didn't want to have to do this. All right. Let's get to this verse of the day today. And there it is. Okay. This was the verse of the day today, and I titled this, and I'll read the title anyway, The Big Lie That You Have More Time. The Big Lie That You Have More Time. And this came from Luke 12, 19 through 21. So if you have your Bibles with you from now until 11 o'clock, I want you to read this, and I want you to think about this. Luke 12, 19 through 21 says, And I will say to my soul, Soul, You have ample goods laid up for many years. Relax, eat, drink, be merry. But God said to him, fool, this night your soul is required of you. And the things you have prepared, whose will they be? So is the one who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich towards God. Luke 12, 19 through 21. Very, very strong verse, and we will break it down on the 11 o'clock hour. Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for Live from America. I mean, actually, Rise Up, not Live from America, for the new Rise Up podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for allowing me to do this. It truly is incredible to be able to do this for you guys. I love doing this podcast because it actually gets me closer to God myself. So thank you. I want to say God bless you, and I want to say remember, There are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Nine o'clock in 10 minutes, loud majority starts. 
followed by Live from America at 11, followed by Mike Crispy's Unafraid at noon, and Anna Perez with Wrong Think at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. We hope you can stay for all of them. If you can't, we'll ask if you please just log on, go to their videos and rumble them so we can keep staying on the top of the leaderboard on Rumble. Big shout out to Rumble. Thank you for their, all their help. Please, if you've not liked this video, like it and rumble it on your way out. I love you, and we will see you at 11 o'clock. And in 10 minutes, Loud Majority is up. God bless you guys. Thank you for allowing me to do this. Peace.